Welcome to Get a Life Podcast with Kristen and Steve. Together, we are certified life and business coaches and consultants. Join us as we give you practical steps to realistic subjects based on our experiences that are attainable and you can apply to your life today to start seeing results. We will talk about subjects such as time management, organizing your day, your purpose, getting beyond your past, and many other topics. We want to help you take the next step. We will use our experiences and life journey to help you shorten yours. So grab a cup of coffee, put your earbuds in at your desk, or go for a run, and let's get a life together. Welcome to Get a Life Podcast. This is Kristen. This is Steve. Today we are on episode 25 and talking about a little something different than we normally do. And we're going to be talking about choosing the right mate. Yes. That you thought is it'd be correct. kind of a fun and interesting. Yeah. It's episode. kind of a standalone. It doesn't really tie in with what we've been talking about, but it's a good break before we move into our next series of, of episodes. Um, and it's something we hear. A lot of people talk about in today's world, trying to find the right person. And this all has to do with getting a life uh, and life coaching. We've done a fair amount of premarital counseling, postmarital counseling, couples who aren't even married counseling mm-hmm. over the years. And we've dealt with different subjects that we're going to talk about uh, today in this podcast. What we found is in premarital counseling, typically... To be honest, <laughs> it's a waste of time because most young couples going in to do premarital counseling is they're they're kind of out in la la land. Um, they're out the, on the clouds and well, they're just excited great, about everything's grand, and so they're really not paying attention. I actually heard a, a fellow pastor say once that he stopped doing premarital counseling and he required postmarital counseling six months after they've been married. Right, because I mean, most of the time. Uh, couples have not lived together. They've never lived with another person before. So six months later on, that's probably where they need more of the counseling than six weeks prior to getting married because everything's just lovely and grand. Right. Six months later, life actually starts happening. And the questions come up. Did I choose the right person? Should I have even gotten married? Should I have? So we're going to address some of those and maybe even help you, even help settle you in some of these things are just normal and natural and not everything's going to be perfect and maybe help settle some of those questions. So we're going to give you some tips on finding that person that you want to spend your life with. And the first thing that I kind of wrote down that you need to keep in mind is you're not going to find the perfect person. You know why you're not going to find the perfect person? Because nobody's perfect. Because you're not perfect. Right. You also are not perfect. Correct. So even, and so you can't expect an someone else to be perfect at the same time. You're not going to find the perfect person. I do believe you can find the perfect match. I feel like you find the perfect person for you. Correct. That does not mean that person is perfect. Correct. 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 You have to identify what does perfect mean to me? Hmm. When I say I'm looking for that perfect person for me, what does perfect mean? What does that even mean? What perfect means to us may be something totally different to you. What qualities, what interests are you looking for in a mate? And I challenge you, if you're if you're single, you're listening to this and you're single and this is kind of where you're at, use some of the same methods we've talked about in finding your purpose when it comes to who are you looking for in a mate? Make a list. What does perfect mean to you? What values, what interests do you want? So you can identify 
some things. You're not just bouncing around, dating this one, dating that one, and making bad decisions and bad choices and all of those things. Be specific about what you're looking for. Similar interest. Does that really matter? I guess yes. Okay. Well, because you at least have something that you guys can talk about together. Sure. Not yep. every single thing that somebody likes you're going to like. I don't particularly love police shows. Steve loves police shows, but that doesn't mean we're not a good match. Right. I like sports. I don't she particularly doesn't. love sports. He doesn't love cooking shows. I like to eat food. I don't like to cook it. <laughs> but at the same time, I still can sit and watch a show with him. I'll make fun of it the whole time, but I'll still <laughs> and sit. I will too. <laughs> and, but, but it doesn't mean that we're not compatible. Right. Because there are things we do like. We love watching The Chosen. We've just started watching that. That's something we really enjoy. Right. We enjoy um, mystery shows together. Yep. We enjoy certain movies. So not all things are going to be compatible, but. Right. But there's certain things. Yes. I mean, well, you hear people say, and I think you can probably tell a story on this and you'll know what I mean when I say it. You hear people say, maybe because all the interests aren't the same, well, they aren't my type. <laughs> you wanted me to share that story? I I, well, we kind of shared this story before. Story. It's a great story. Uh, we, I've had shared this in a couple podcasts way back and I don't okay. even know when it was, but okay. um, I had a type. My whole entire life, it was always the bad boy, leather jacket, needing, uh, rescuing, mysterious. And those of you that know us <laughs> will laugh when you're listening to this because that is not me. That is the, like, I'm not putting Steve down in any no. way, shape or form, but he is the complete opposite of all of those things. He does actually own a leather jacket that I bought him, I do, but he doesn't wear it exactly. I how, do not have a motorcycle. No motorcycle. <laughs> he doesn't have a sketchy pass. He's not mysterious and he really didn't need helping. So he wasn't really in that way attractive to me when I first met him. So I had a friend when I told her, eh, I don't know if I'll, you know, go on another date with him or do this or do that. She looked at me and cause I said, he's not my type. And she looked at me and she said, and your type has worked out well for you. I'm like, hmm, good point, good point. Right. So, <laughs> so I, I made a choice to kind of change my type. Right. And obviously it worked out. Right. So that's where you, and I mean, honestly, I never said those words, but I could have looked at you and said, well, she's really not my. <laughs> I was farthest from your type. type. Did you look for a uh, single mother with a child with a tattoo? No. That was not your type. It wasn't typically my type. <laughs> So that's, but that's when we both had to evaluate. And now let me tell you, for those that don't know us, in June, we will have been married 19 years. Right. In May, we will have been together 20 years. Right. So two people. And honestly, let's just their say type, our, our marriage, like, has been a very smooth marriage. It has Compared been. to many Absolutely. people's. So. Absolutely. We've learned to work through things. We've learned to work together on things. and Yeah give and take in those areas. And though we have, we have a lot of things that our interests are the same, but we have a lot of things that are not. And that's okay too, because we're individual people at the same time. Right. Right. So what we 
probably did. And I say probably because back then we were just young and dumb anyway, though, though we weren't each other's type. We looked at some things in similar interests that were important to us. Right. I was just going to say And that's that. what you want to look at. All of your interests may not be the same, but what do you have that is important? And for us, especially me, my values and my beliefs were what was important to right. me same in for finding me. a mate. Obviously, I had a sketchy past, but at this point when we met each other, I had returned back to church and uh, my Christianity was very important to me. Right. And anybody from that point on that I was going to date was going to be obviously different. Those same values, right. the same the same belief system. Right. You know, the whole, I like sports, she doesn't. She likes cooking, that wasn't I don't. Important. It wasn't that wasn't necessary important. to a relationship. Correct. To building a relationship. Right. right. But the values and beliefs were, were huge. Huge for both. So those are things you want to write down. What are my values and beliefs that these are important? These aren't negotiable. Right. In finding a mate, whether he likes baseball and I don't, that that's a negotiable, in my opinion. And I mean, maybe not for you. Maybe you're so into baseball that you have season tickets and you go every weekend. So maybe that could be an issue. That's true. That could be an issue if if that's not a similar interest. If you're gone all the time to baseball games or whatever. Right. But a lot of times, even if that was something that was extremely important to you, I would make sure that was important to me as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just say, no, I'm going to go because this is what he enjoys doing. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the give and take in a marriage. Sure. Yeah. Like the one time I said, I'll help you cook. Yeah, but that wasn't And fun. I was excited <laughs> I about helping her cook. <laughs> and the job she gave me was to wrap the sandwiches. In tinfoil. That's a big job, Steve. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. I came to help you. You want me to wrap the sandwiches? That helped. That helped. Okay. That's great. So, (laughs) all right. How about the statement opposites attract? Is that a real thing? Is that obviously if we're sitting here together? (laughs) Yes. So opposites do attract and that can be a good thing. I feel like you need the opposite. Why I say that is because I am so loud and so boisterous and very outspoken to the point that sometimes it backfires on me and people don't like me, but whatever. Steve is the complete opposite. Extremely quiet, doesn't say things when he should say something. In most settings, in some settings. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends. He has repressed anger, so right. that, that's a whole different issue. But you need that balance because I'm freaking out and he can stop and look at me and say, okay, that's probably not the correct response right now. Sometimes he just lets me go because he wants me to make my point. But at some, there's that balance. Right. And then there's times I can look at Steve and say, you know what? I think you really need to say something at this point. Right. And being quiet or, or is not the answer. There's been times when we both I've be, said yeah. and you've said, okay, maybe you shouldn't say anything right now. Right. Maybe you, so I feel like right. sometimes we need to be the balance of the person. If we both were fiery all the time, it would just be a house of fire. It'd just right. be chaos all the time. Right. So you don't don't you need necessarily that to help you. Look for someone who has who who likes all the exact same things as you, but don't necessarily look for someone that has the same temperament as you. That opposite temperament mm-hmm. can can be a very p- big positive and balance well, because it can help life. balance. You right. need balance. It brings balance. They help bring reasoning in tough situations because yes. they see things from a different angle. Mm-hmm. They look at things differently. We all have worries and cares in life. Mm-hmm. 
Kristen's worries and cares are, are typically different than mine. Right. And that's what helps balance. If she's worrying about something, I might be able to say, okay, well, this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. I think if we do this or that, she can do the same with me. Mm-hmm. I worry about things that she doesn't worry about. And she can bring a balance of, hey, this has always worked out in the past. It's going to work out again, rather than us both laying in the corner rocking, worrying about the same thing, and nobody has a solution. Right. Because typically the person that's not worrying about this can bring some sort of a solution to the problem because they're not so wrapped up in the worry of it. I find that in our marriage, that has happened a lot. When you are heightened, I'm lowered. And it's like the opposite each time. You can work on those. And especially if you're in a relationship, we've worked together in the past in a lot of different so many different capacities and even now doing podcasting and life coaching we work together and there's always been scenarios where even not just our temperaments our gifts and our talents balance each other Mm -hmm. you know in different groups that we've done where maybe i might be the one speaking but she's the one kind of getting things set up in in the um what's organization of it organizing it the planning the the look behind it i I can't think of the word i'm looking for but so when people come at the The atmosphere atmosphere behind it that's not really my thing that's hers even it's not just temperament and attitude where opposites attract it's gifts and talents where they you have that that other person that's stronger it's no different than a coworker or, you know, employees in a business. You have people that are stronger than others in areas and, and they balance. Right. So opposites attract is a good thing. Yes. And that is a true, real statement. I feel like, yes, I do. Only because we've lived it. When you're looking for a mate or a spouse, one thing to keep in mind is a spouse is a gift. They're a gift. And, and I'm going to use scripture because we are Christians and we put it, we place a lot of value in and, that. and we and usually every scripture we use even in these uh podcasts even though we kind of want to stay neutral they are scriptures that can be implemented into your life Just if you're a christian life. or not because they're actual right. good solid advice right so this passage and it refers to the wife but th- this can go either way it's without getting into the whole context of the passage and all of that it's because of who wrote it but in proverbs chapter 18 20 verse 22 it says the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the lord so a spouse a wife and you can flip that around a wife who finds a husband yeah, i don't think he said that though <laughs> well, because of who wrote it so we won't get into the context of it But a spouse is a gift. If I can give you some advice, you're looking for that gift, that someone that when you find them, you know that you know that you know. You're looking for a gift. You're not just dating anyone and everyone that comes along, hoping that, well, maybe this could be the one. Well, maybe that, well, do you even know anything about their values first? Right. I didn't go on a date with you without, though I didn't really know you. I knew about your values and your beliefs. I knew about the things that were important to me. Because if you didn't have those, I'm not going to waste right. my time. I mean, because number one, you wouldn't have dated me if I wasn't a Christian. Right. There would be no sense. Right. Because your highest value for you at that time was your Christianity. Right. So you, not saying anybody else can't do that, but you're just saying my high priority is Christianity. Are you a Christian? Yes. Right. Great. Let's go to dinner and talk. Right. And another value I had, something I was looking for, and this isn't everybody, I was dating to be married. Right. I wasn't we dating to just date. Right. I was looking for someone 
to marry. Mm -hmm. So I wanted someone who had the same, they're looking for marriage. They're looking for a lifelong commitment. That's what I was doing. So I was looking for someone who wasn't into that. I'm not going to waste my time with you um, because it wasn't part of the values I was looking for. So you're looking for those qualities that are important to you. At the same time, don't get too caught up in finding that exact perfect person. Do no, the general values line up? Like yeah. for me, okay, they have the same beliefs I have. They're looking, you know, for someone that they can marry to. Okay, let's start there. Those are the big ones. Those are the important ones. Yep. We can work out the other differences. Right, because, you know, at the same time, you're still growing. You're still becoming a, a, a person and a, an adult. Right. You're going to continue to grow. Right. So maybe you are looking for somebody that is into sports because you're so into it. Maybe that's true. You are exactly. so into exactly. cooking. Yeah. You want a spouse that cooks with you. Right. That could be a very Absolutely. high importance. So yeah, because I look at Sydney. Look I mean, for that. our daughter, she's 17 and she's not dating, but she said she would want to find somebody that loves working out that loves to do hiking that loves to do you know all the outdoor things because those are things that she loves those are so though christianity is very high up on her her list as well that would definitely be her second right somebody she doesn't want a couch potato that loves watching movies eating chips all day right so that's just not that there's anything wrong with that but for her that's the kind of mate that would want to go to the gym together that's important to her right identify those things that are important and leave out the stuff that really is like, you know what? Right. I can deal it's with It's not a game changer. Don't try to find that perfect. You're never going to find. Everyone's going to have something that annoys you or you don't 100% agree with all the time. All the time. Everyone. Yep. Relationships are work. They require working together mm-hmm. constantly. Constantly. And here's another thing I'm thinking about as I'm sitting here. You know, we're constantly like, this, this is what I need in a spouse. This is what I'm looking for in a spouse. This is what I want them to bring to the table. You need to look at yourself and say, what am I bringing, what am I bringing to the table? What do I have that's going to attract somebody? What do somebody? I have right. that I'm going to offer to them? Right. Write that on a list as well. Right. You know, you write down all their stuff, but you need to say, what am I bringing to the table? What do I have? Right. You can't just sit back and say, I need you to this, 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 and this, and you're doing nothing. Right. That's correct. So that's another thought. As we wrap this up, I'm going to use another scripture because I believe this passage is a perfect explanation at the end of the day you should all be looking for in a mate. And this is a very common, I use this passage in every wedding that I officiate, Hmm. this is used. Because I think this says it all, regardless of differences. First Corinthians chapter 13, four through seven. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Every married couple, especially newly married couple, ought to have this, whether you like the Bible or not, this ought to be on a sign hanging in your house, especially the last part. It endures through every circumstance. Yes. And that's a big thing. You want somebody that's going to, life is not easy on people. And you're going to have circumstances that you you have to endorse. So you need a safe place to land. Yep. And your spouse needs to be that. So I think if you've got all these things, these list of things that, well, what about this? Or they don't like this or they don't like that. 
look at that passage and say, do they fit? Mm. From what I know of them, right? And you may just be, you may not know them real well yet, depending on how long you've been dating. But from what I know of them, do they fit this? That's the key at the end of the day. If you can get these down, you can work through anything. Yep. Interest, not interested in the same thing, whatever. You can work through all of it. It's true. And and just one more statement. And I don't know if you're finished yet or not. I am. Yep. But finding a spouse and getting married, it's a risk. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, you know, people, they worry and they're like, what if I make the wrong, mis- make the wrong, um, I choose the wrong, wrong decision. What if I yeah. make the wrong decision the wrong choice, and this wrong. is not the right person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think even if you have that thought, you've probably already picked the right person. You probably have. You know what I mean? It's kind of working against It's because you brain. know that they are, but then you're just going to like, you're second guessing yourself Marriage and uh, like taking a job or being married, those th- there's risks in life mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to just jump in and take the risk because if they follow the things that Steve just talked about, I think you're going to probably be able to make yeah. it. And I think you can't go into a marriage already saying, what if it doesn't work right. or what if it won't work? Right. Because honestly, I don't think you're ever going to find the person and say there, I think that's going to work because. Right. Cause you just never know things happen. It does. And you just, never but you know. have to take, you have to and, take the risk. And the key is you got to take the risk, but you have to be committed, that's committed it. that this is going to work yeah. because we live in a society and I don't want to get off on my own tangent. <laughs> and I don't say this to offend anyone or any, cause I don't know anybody's circumstances or situations. No, we don't live in their house. But we live in a society that has developed a mindset of, if it doesn't work, I quit. I don't want to work hard. I don't want to push through. If something gets tough, I just quit and walk away. Mm -hmm. You've got to have a level of commitment Mm -hmm. that when things get tough, and again, I'm not talking about situations and scenarios I don't know about. There really is. Right. This is kind of a general. But you still want to have the attitude of, I'm going to push through. I'm going to make this work. And if you if have done that. If I can. And somebody else doesn't want to do that with you, right. then at That's that point. That's a whole point, different, you know, right. there's a lot of scenarios there. There, but, is. there really But is. you still, I so want, what I want you touchy. to have is the mindset of, I'm going into this with a high level of commitment. Right. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Right. Right. Life's going to keep continuing on. Right. Life will keep going. So I hope maybe if, if this... I know this subject probably doesn't fit everybody that listens to our stuff, um, but maybe you can use some of this to help somebody else out. Yeah. But if you're single, you're listening to this, hopefully maybe we gave you some tips and some tools that can help you and maybe even set, settle you a little bit. Settle you. And maybe maybe we said a few things that actually confirm a few things for you so that you can make that next step Correct. and just say, you know what, I'm going to do this. And if you need somebody to talk to. Yep. You can reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to talk to you. Yes. To help you through. So uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. You got anything else? I don't. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Our goal is that you have some practical steps that you can implement today at Getting a Life. 
don't forget to come back next week as we continue to talk about the subjects that will help you reach your life goals. If you want more information about what we do, you can reach us at skyoungconsulting at gmail.com. That's S as in Steve, K as in Kristen, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, consulting at gmail.com or our Facebook page, SK Young Consulting. And please share our podcast with your friends. See you next time. And remember, you control your day. Don't let your day control you.